Please take your seat. Wow. Bishop Freddie, are you ready for us? This, you see, I'd have given you a break, but because I learned the last time, we will continue straight and have a one lunch break and then we'll come back. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. Tell your neighbor today is our last day, so we just want to push yes, everything in. The other bishops will be here a little later. But we have come in early, and I believe God is blessing us. Amen. The next person to speak is not a stranger to us in this conference. Amen. Hallelujah. He's a man who has learned ministry on his knees. Amen. In a part of the country that you may not go if we sent you. Mm. But in the process, he's become a very anointed man of God. He's a bishop in the UD, where well, well, they used to call us Lighthouse, but UD is the United Denominations that originated from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Amen? And he's one of our bishops. Now, when we call you a bishop, it's not the one you went and picked yourself. Uh-huh. You're already a bishop for a long time before you are even consecrated as such. And so the whole of the Boku area he has about 19 churches there. He was telling me recently that five other pastors are trotting to start in about a month's time. But he's also a preacher of the gospel. Amen. And I think we've heard from him directly about that. Crusade after crusade after crusade. I don't know what he has or what the Lord has for us, has placed in his belly for us. All I know is that it will be good. And so I need you to rise to your feet and let us give honor to whom honor is due. Help me welcome to this pulpit the ministry of Bishop Frederick Norte. You're playing. What are you people playing? Come on, get going. together for Jesus somebody thank you Lord lift your hands onto the Lord this morning and I want more of you oh I want more of you Jesus the more I know you to know you Jesus more of you is anybody here wants more of him I want more of
into our hearts. Touch our lives. Oh, let this seed, O oh God, bring forth fruits in our lives. A hundredfold in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Be glorified in our midst, sweet Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. I first of all want to salute my dear mother, Sister Joy, for the kind invitation and the privilege to stand behind her international pulpit 
to minister the word of God. God bless you so much, mommy. She's been murdering me for the past 23 years. I said, you have been murdering me quite, it's been 23 years now since the Lord gave me to you as a son. Hallelujah. And I want to thank God also for the life of Bishop Patrick Bruce. My wonderful father that God gave me when I went to the north. Hallelujah. And I salute our prophet and father, Bishop Doug Hewell Mills. It is through him that all these things are happening. The Lord bless him and grants him long life. And may he live to see all the desires of his heart in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody put your hands together for Jesus and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 28 from verse 18. Thank you, Jesus. And Jesus spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always even unto the end of the world. Amen. Hallelujah. The Great Commission is a going commission. Hallelujah. And we're so blessed by Bishop Ogo. Wow. For all that he shared and ministered unto us. Hallelujah. And I believe that from this conference, we are going to go. Ask the neighbor, are you going to go? Or you are going to stay at where you are? We are going to go to the towns, to the villages, to the suburbs, to the communities, to the street corners, to the hedges and the byways and the byways. Hallelujah. But you see, even as you go, you must not just go. There must be something backing you as you go. You cannot just go there must be something backing you. There must be something on you as you go. Hallelujah. Because everywhere you go is an enemy ter territory. Are you there? So I believe that one of the things we need to go to the towns, the villages, the communities, the crusade platforms is the presence of the Holy Spirit. The presence of the Holy Spirit. We need His presence. We need, and so when you have His presence, you will have His aura. That's something that cannot be easily explained, and it can also not be discounted. 
You need it. The presence comes with an aura. The presence also comes with a voice. Because when your father is in the house, you will hear his voice. You will hear him shout, Yes, daddy. Braha. You will hear his voice. Are you there? When his presence is with you, you, you will have his power. You will have his gifts. You will have his graces. But the presence of God comes with his voice to direct you. Even as to where you should go, that voice will direct you. When you should go, that voice will direct you. And how you should go, that voice will direct and guide you. May you have guidance from his voice. I said, may you have direction from his voice. Once you have his presence, his aura. See, when, when there's an aura of a presence, there's something like, ah, there is something about this person. You can't pinpoint what it is. You can't place your hand on it. It is unexplainable. May you have that aura of the presence. I said, may you have that aura of the presence. Those ah, no, there is something about him. Oh, I see a lady pastor. They are saying there is something about you. There is something about your preaching. I see a missionary. People are convinced there is something about you. There is something about your preaching. There is something about your word. They can't explain it. So, ah, but what is it at all? It, it's not about his height. It's not about his beauty. Her beauty. It's not about how he speaks, but we, we can't pinpoint exactly what it is. It is the aura from the presence. May you have that aura from his presence. I said, may you have that aura from his presence. It comes with an aura. And when his presence is there, oh, his voice will be there. Yeah, the, the voice will direct you. The voice will guide you. The voice to, to let, even let you know what kind of program you should have. Even the, the, the duration to have it. Where to go at which point in time. The voice will guide and direct you. May you have guidance from his voice. I said may you have guidance from his voice. Because when someone is with you, you hear his presence. Like after today. You will not hear my voice again. Because I will not be here. I will be back in my city, Boku. United States of Boku. Come on. It's because I'm here that you are hearing me speak to you. But tomorrow when I'm not there, you will not hear my voice. So when the presence of God is with you, one of the things that happens is that you hear his voice. I say you hear his voice. See, when you are there, it's like, it's been a while since you heard the voice of God. Check it. It means that the presence is not around. The presence has departed. When the presence is there, you will hear the voice. The voice will tell you what to do. May you know what to do. I said, may you know what to do from the voice that comes with his presence. 
The voice will bring you in line when you're going off. The voice will correct you. The voice will guide you. The voice will direct your steps. The voice, the, the voice will, will, will guide you in a way that you will avoid certain headaches and certain traps from the enemy. May you have his voice. So you see, as we prepare to go, we must have a longing and a desire to have his presence. But when the presence is there, there will be an aura about you. And when the presence is there, you will have his voice. Because Jesus said, and lo, I am with you. I'm with you always. So, and when his presence is there, oh, you will have his gifts. You will have his power. You will have his grace. So when a father is in the house, the father provides yeah, provisions, fuel for car, and everything in the house, the father provides. In the day he is not around, the provision ceases. It's not there. So when you have his presence with you, you have his power. Either because our God, Jesus said, all power in heaven, in earth, is given unto me. So when you are with Jesus, when you are with the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit is with you, you are having the one who has all the power in the heaven and all the power in the earth. You are having him with you. And when he is with you, you will experience his power. You will become a partaker of the grace and of the power that is upon him. But just told them, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end. So as we prepare to go home to our various places and to go and to go immediately with speed, either, you know, I've, I've told my people, five people to start for their four. Why don't we start in two branches at the same time? As Sister Jia was preaching, I said, I'm going to give them warning. Anybody who doesn't start the branch that I've said they should start by the first week of November should be ready to resign. Should be ready to be out. Should be ready to be removed. You are not starting it at the time I said start it. Be ready to go out. Because without the speed, the things will not be done. Sister Jack, God bless you. God bless you so much for that word. Hallelujah. But even as we are going, we need his presence. His presence. You know, Jesus commissioned them that go into all the world and preach to all creatures. But he said in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Let's go to Luke 24 first. Luke 24. 49. Luke 24. 49. And behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem 
until ye be endued with power from on high. That even though I'm sending you to go, hey, you cannot just get up and go. So, when I went to the conference, and, and, and Sister Joseph said we should go with speed. So now I'm just moving. Yes. Who is that? Who is that? You need to go with speed, but you need to go with speed with his power, with the presence of the Holy Ghost. He said, Tarry until ye be endued with power from on high. In Acts 1, verse 8. Acts 1, verse 8. He said, But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And after that, before, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Don't just go. I'm sending you to Jerusalem, to Judea, to Samaria to the uttermost part of the earth. But don't just go. You gotta go with the presence of the Holy Spirit. When the presence of the Holy Spirit is there, then you have his aura, you have his voice, and you have his power. You can have his power, but you don't have his presence. But we're not going to that. Hallelujah. The main thing that we must all desire to have is the presence. The presence of the Holy Spirit. That is what makes all the difference. You see, before the Holy Ghost came, Peter said, I go fishing. Somebody who has been commissioned to go into the world, preach Christ, preach all creature, he said, I go a fishing. Don't go a fishing from this conference. As at this conference, don't go a fishing for, for, for money. Instead of getting ready to go, he said, Where go fishing? And, and I can understand because the Holy Ghost had not come. He had not come. But when the Holy Ghost came, the same Peter who said I'll go out fishing, he actually went for the fishing. Instead of leading the church on crusade, he led the church to go for fishing. He led the church into all kinds of businesses. So, you know, we need to um, have some money to be able to support this soul winning and evangelism that um, they were talking about at the, con at the conference. So I think that um, we need to go in get some buses that will run some transport business. We need to get some estates so that, so that when the money is coming, they will now use the money to now support the crusades. I hope you understand. I think that they left that part of the message during the crusade, during the conference. Hey! Hmm, he went to fish. But this same Peter, when the Holy Ghost came in Acts chapter 2, Hmm. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost came, 
he began to preach. The person was timid before earlier on. Earlier on, a young girl said, Ah, I know you, you are one of them. He said, Me, lie, lie. I, don't, I know not the man. I know not the man. He said, Ah, you are one of them. Even your speech betrays you. How, when you are going to say ice, you say ice. And when you are going to say bread, you say bread. We know where you are coming from. Am I speaking to somebody? He said, Lali, I don't know him. He began to swear and to curse. But this same Peter, when the Holy Ghost came upon him, he stood up, he preached. The Pharisees that he was afraid of, the high priest he was afraid of, he pointed to them and said, You crucified Christ. The boldness that he didn't have, when the Holy Ghost came, he had that boldness, he had that power, received boldness, received the power of the Holy Ghost to go out there. Oh, yes. When the Holy Ghost came, the, the whole game changed. Some players, when the moment they come onto the field, the game changes. There were just 120 people in the upper room. But when the Holy Ghost came and the power of God came upon Peter and he stood up to preach, at the end of the day, 3,000 souls were saved and added to the church in one day. The presence of the Holy Ghost. May you have his presence. I said, may you have his presence. May you have his presence with you. He's the one who makes a difference. Are you there? The church began to glow. More souls in Acts chapter 4. Verse 4. When the Holy Ghost came. When, he, when his presence came with them. From 3,000 souls. In Acts 4. 4 he said, how be it? Many of them which heard the word believed and the number of the men was about 5,000 and I'm sure it should be more because they didn't talk about women and most of the time the women are more when the Holy Ghost came suddenly 3,000 souls are saved in one day and then two chapters after 5,000 men are added to the church. May many souls be added to the church because of the presence of the Holy Ghost. May you win many, may you have hundreds and thousands of souls being saved at the crusades because of the presence of the Holy Ghost. His presence changed everything. Oh, because of the presence. When we meet next year, May we have testimonies that somebody will say in 2021, I have won 10,000 souls so far. In 2021, the year has not ended, but more than 15,000 souls have come to Christ through my receive that prophecy, receive that blessing. 
But when the Holy Ghost came, the whole thing changed. In Acts of the five, verse forty. Malimo Kosaya. Verse 14, 14, 1, 4. And believers were the more added to the church, multitudes, both of men and women. So now they couldn't count again. They didn't have drones and GPS to count the numbers that were that were coming. Receive that blessing. As I receive that blessing, receive that presence of the Holy Spirit. When He came, now, you know, maybe at the moment, at your church, your crusades, wherever, when you make altar calls, three souls, five souls, ten souls. By the time He's coming soon, as the time is coming soon, in your church. When you make altar call, hundreds of souls, as a hundreds of souls will be lined out to give the light to Christ. And as your crusade, you will not be able to count the number of souls because of the presence of the Holy Ghost. Oh, the Holy Ghost convicts men of sin. So you can preach to you can preach about the rich man and Lazarus and talk about how dangerous it is, how you will be eternally condemned to hell if their heart is not convicted. All those say that, oh, it was a good message. Without the Holy Ghost to bring the conviction, because when, when Peter preached, they were pricked at heart. They were convicted in their hearts and said, men and brethren, now what shall we do? Because conviction had come. And they that no, we cannot be, continue to live in the way we live. We cannot be just the same way we are. Something must change. To say, men and brethren, what shall we through the Holy Ghost, when you preach, may there be conviction. As I may there be conviction, may many souls come running to the altar to give their lives to Christ because of the presence of the Holy Ghost. Without his presence, huh, you can share from verse to verse. You can give frightening illustrations. But at the end of it, all those who are it was good. It was powerful. And we just walk away. Oh, may you have his presence. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I need your presence. I need your Stand to your feet. Someone pray for a moment, pray for a short while. So, Lord, I need your presence. I need your presence, oh God. Oh, above every other thing. Above every other thing, I need your presence, Lord. Oh God, your presence. Your presence, Lord. Your presence. Your presence. Your presence. Your presence, Lord. Your presence, Lord. 
Your presence, Lord. Your presence, O God. Lord, we are powerless without you. We can do nothing without your presence, Lord. We need, O God, your presence. Your presence. Your presence that brings conviction. Your presence, oh God, that touches hearts. Your presence that makes men to run to the cross. Lord, we need, oh God, your presence, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let me take yours. Acts chapter 6, verse 7. When that presence came, things changed. And the word of God increased. And the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly. And look at it. And a great company of the priests. Remember, the priests were part of those groups that opposed Christ. A great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. All this came when the Holy Ghost came. Then word of God increased and the number of the disciples multiplied. Not just the number of the souls, not the number of the new converts, but the number of disciples. People that have been taught. People that have been taken through teachings. People that have been brought up. Because Ordinary souls saved and people that have been discipled, they are two different things. They are two different things. But through the, if the presence of the Holy Ghost, not just the number of souls saved became so many that they couldn't count, but the number of disciples multiplied greatly where in Jerusalem. The same place where they crucified Christ. Where they were posting in that very place. The number of disciples multiplied greatly. It came as a result of the presence of the Holy Spirit. So as you prepare to go and start your crusades. And start your, your salvation rallies. And all the things that bring in souls. Let it be your prayer. Let it be your heart cry. Let it be your desire that you will have the presence of the Holy Spirit with you. Because without his presence, oh, it will only be a struggle. But may you have his presence. I said, may you have his presence. And may his presence make the difference in your ministry. The difference in your life, the difference in your preaching, the difference in all that you do. Through his presence, cripples will walk. May cripples walk in your ministry. At your crusades, may somebody can say, oh, I could not walk, but now I can walk. Receive it. May the blind testify that I was blind, but now I can see because of the presence of the Holy Ghost with you. May the dumb 
may the deaf and dumb may they hear and speak when you minister because of the presence of the Holy Ghost may people who are bowed and cannot walk and can in no wise lift up themselves when you minister at your crusade may the power of God hit them that they will rise they will stand they will be able to walk well and they will stand on your platform and declare that the power of God has touched and brought healing unto them all these things happen through the presence of the Holy Spirit but the question is who will have his presence how many want to know because not everybody will have his presence remember the seven sons of Skiva they did not have his presence so I'm going to share from this book chapter 8 of the book by our dear prophet and father who has the presence of God? The anointing and the presence. If you don't have this book, I will encourage you to get one. It's available. Is it possible to sell some out? Okay. Please come some of them. You, you must not leave this conference without a book and especially this book. Because when you go with your might, even the might, you don't have some. The might which doesn't even work, you, you don't have some. You, 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 make, you do an altar call and then only one soul, not a single soul, will say, oh, what is happening? You need this book. How much is it? He said, 25 for a conference. Wow. Please come and get one now. Come and get one now. You, you can't leave this conference without this book. Come and get one now. Come. In the next five minutes, I'll continue preaching. So please come. How many of you don't have one? Let me see your hand. You don't have one. Hey, suddenly hands are not going up. Suddenly. I said, how many do not have one? You don't have one. Please get one now. After this conference, the price will change. The price will change after this conference. So get one now. After tonight, sorry. After tonight, that's it. So when you come on Sunday, or even tomorrow, it's, you don't get the same price. It's one is how much? 50 Ghana cities. So if I were you, Come and get it now. Come and get one now, quickly. You have our three moments. Come quickly. Without his presence, you'll be as dry as a 50-day-old coconut. Coconut that was harvested 50 days ago. Try. Get it. Read it. You will be so blessed. You'll be so blessed. You'll be so blessed. Maybe you don't have the cash now. 
Okay, you can send through it by through the mumu. Please through the mumu. Through mumu. Through mumu. You don't have cash. You can do it through mumu. Get it. Get it. How many of you want to be dry without oil? How many want to have the oil, the supernatural oil, the presence? Get it. The oil of the presence. Recently, I was so blessed. Prophet Kakra came to my church. Not for a, a program. I mean, because Boku was cut off, he couldn't come for a program, but the road was open, so he just came. And then in the office, he just prayed. He said, May the wind, the oil, and the rivers of the spirits, may they flow in this place. Yes. The wind, the oil, and the rivers of the spirit. Kasoma kateribokos. Somebody must come and get one from my hand. Three. I feel that three people must get this from my hand. Be blessed. Two more people. Two more people. You carry the oil. Be blessed of the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I feel his presence already. Okay, another person, one one. What's it say? Be blessed. God bless you. God bless you. You know, I was reading this book one day in my office. Reading about Shama. And then Bishop talks about the fact that the dew of the prince of the, the dew cannot be seen, but it can be felt. So he said, when you have the presence, that presence will become the invisible growth factor of your ministry. The moment I read, I just went down. Started praying. You must get this book. You must get this book. Hmm. Who has the presence of God? Who has the presence of God? Acts chapter 4. Number 1. Those who preach about Jesus and salvation have the presence of God with them. Those who preach about this one chapter 8. Those who preach about Jesus and salvation have the presence of God with them. Yeah. God, they, are, they are preaching so there are so many things you can preach about. And of course, people are preaching about things. People are preaching about instincts. And marketplace and all kinds of things. But those who preach about Jesus and salvation have the presence of God with them. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. 
Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Verse 13. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, remember they had seen Peter denying Christ earlier on. And now they are seeing him in a different way. Or maybe different because of the presence. I said maybe different because of the presence. And perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men. They marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. They are talking about Jesus. They, because they have been with him, they know about him, they have experienced him, they have worked with him, and they are talking about, they took knowledge of them that, hey, these people, they have been with, they have had, they have his presence. Verse 14. And beholding the man which was healed, standing with them, they could say nothing against it. They couldn't say anything. They couldn't. When you have the presence, the things that will happen, you happen in your ministry, even those that don't like you, because of the things that are happening, it will silence them. I said, may the enemies be silenced because of the manifestations of the presence of the Holy Ghost in your ministry. They could say nothing. Because they, they felt somebody who couldn't walk is now standing and walking. Hey, they couldn't explain it. They can't discount it. They can't rubbish it. From, from today, as you explain the presence, nobody can rubbish your ministry. Nobody can discount you. Nobody can write you out because of the presence and the tangible manifestation of the presence. And see, Peter preached about Jesus. Listen to what the prophet said here. He said, ministers who have the presence of God usually preach about salvation. From January to October, your category of messages, do we see salvation messages in them? Am I talking to somebody this? I said from January week one to week four, February week one to week four, March week one to week four, and the COVID months, Till now, how many salvation messages did you preach? And Pastor, you see, during this COVID season, it was very important that we, we preach messages that will lift up the souls of our congregation. And so that's how come. But for the COVID, of me, I would have preached salvation there. If he lie. <laughs> It's not in your heart. You have preached about deliverance, about dominion, about prosperity, about success, about overcoming, about what else? About vitamin, vitamins and vegetables. <laughs> hey, 
you have preached so many different messages, but there is no salvation message in all the category of sermons you have preached. That is why you lack the presence. For the presence is with those who preach about Jesus and salvation. Salvation. Because the, the reason for the presence is for salvation. Either. Yeah. Jesus said in Luke 4 verse 18. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because, in other words, the reason why he is upon me is because of the preaching of the gospel. Because of salvation. That is why he has come. He want his presence to preach about what? Oh, I shouldn't say what I'm saying. I shouldn't go there. I said you want the presence to preach about what? So the presence will help the vitamins and vegetables messages? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. The good news. And what is the good news? The good news is that Jesus came to die on the cross to save us from our sins. That's the good news. Your clapping is suffering from anemia. Hallelujah. Those who preach the gospel, they have the presence. Acts 1 verse 8, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and ye shall be what? You shall be deliverers. Dominion preachers. Overcomers. But what? He said what? Witnesses unto me. You, when, you, when you are witnessing about somebody, what are you talking about? You are talking about the person. So the Holy Ghost comes upon you to witness about Jesus. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of Christ. So it comes upon you to witness about Christ. But nine months, ten months have gone by, you have not preached any salvation message, not even one. Not, not a one. Those who preach salvation, they have his presence. So from today, may there be salvation messages in your sermons that the presence of God will be with you. Then he says, ministers who have the presence of God preach about Jesus Christ and not about economics, money, empowerment, or the marketplace. Those who have the presence, they preach about Jesus Christ. They talk about Jesus. And Philip went down to Samaria and preached Christ. No wonder there was deliverance and healings accompanying his preaching. What he preached about Christ and the presence of the Holy Ghost was with him and worked all those wonders in the, in the land. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When you are preaching about Jesus, you preach about the blood of Jesus. You preach about the person of Jesus. You preach about the words 
of Jesus. You preach about the miracles of Jesus. You preach about the cross of anything about Jesus. You stand, you preach about it. And he will back you with his presence to talk about him. I said he will back you with his presence to talk about him. Why do you want him to back you to talk about vegetables? <laughs> hey. Why do you want his presence to back you to talk about human achievements? To talk about how, 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 to, how to magnify yourself? Why? Why do you want him to be with you so that you will use his presence to run business? So, uh, because of the presence, Jesus multiplied bread. So, it looks like when I have the presence, my business will just be multiplying. <laughs> Priest about Jesus. Preach about the words. What did Jesus say? Preach about it. You can never speak, talk, finish talking about what Jesus said. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom. Preach about it. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added. Preach about it. Except a corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abideth alone. But when it dies, it bringeth forth much fruit. Preach about it. You have put aside Jesus. You have put aside the words of Jesus. You have put aside the, 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 the miracles of Jesus. You have put aside the cross of Jesus. You have put aside the blood of Jesus. And you are talking about all kinds of human wisdom things. Why do you want him to give you his presence to talk about human wisdom which is foolishness unto him? Why? Oh, I should, I should start the preaching. Talk about Jesus. Oh, I think there was I mean, a series of crusades and all that I had and all I was talking about are, were the miracles of Jesus each one was a, a whole salvation message praying for the sick, deliverance and whatnot. talk brother, pastor do you want to have the presence of the Holy Ghost with you the spirit of Christ with you speak about Jesus talk about salvation talk about salvation talk about Jesus. That's why the presence came. The reason why the Holy Ghost came was not to improve upon Jesus' carpentry business. But you want the Holy Ghost to come upon you so that you use it to advance your carpentry and marketing and whatever business. Oh. That mountain didn't come upon him to, to improve his carpentry business. Did you ever hear of Jesus Christ using anointing to advance his carpentry business? Make coffins. <laughs> hey. 
that now move into uh, uh, um, what, 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 we have some furniture around um, Koga's furniture now move into Koga's and expand no preach about Jesus lift your right hand and say I will preach about Jesus I will preach about Jesus I will preach about salvation and God will back me with his presence Oh, he says here. Watching Christian television or interacting with men of God will quickly lead you to the conclusion that not all men of God have the presence of God with them. The father you are preaching doesn't mean that you have his presence with you. Are you there? If let's say in the beginning you were talking about him but when you became important and prominent you now felt that talking about Jesus was basis so some, you need to share about something higher his presence will leave you but you see you will still have his gift if I give you my handkerchief and I'm with you and then I'm gone my handkerchief, you still have it. You can still use it. But my presence is gone. So there are people speaking and preaching, but their presence is gone. May you have its presence. I said, may you have its presence. May it be seen tangibly that the presence of the Holy Spirit is with you. My God. It says, how can that be? Indeed, all men of God quote scripture. Well, like how somebody found scripture to, to back vegetables and vitamins and whatnot. You can always find a verse. You can even find a verse to back shaving. To back shaving of hey, mercy. Hmm. Hey. All men of God claim to represent God. All men of God seem to declare wonderful things about a great God. Yet many do not have the presence of God with them. With experience, you will be able to detect by a simple conversation with a man of God. Listening or watching a man of God for just a minute is enough. To know whether the presence of God, whether whether the presence of God is there or not. Who are those who have the presence of God? Those who have the presence of God are easy to pick out. Even the wicked Pharisees were able to detect the presence of God in the disciples of Christ. They notice the mention of Jesus Christ in the words of these young men. They notice that these men were walking and preaching about Jesus Christ. May you preach about Jesus Christ. Not that you preach some things and then you lace it with some scriptures and then you just mention Jesus' name here and there. He said today, people preach about success, self-achievement, prosperity, and economics. These simple disciples were speaking about Jesus Christ and pure salvation. 
The Pharisees noticed the unmistakable miracle that had been performed. They could detect the presence of God in this man of God. Where are your miracles? Ask about where are your miracles? What are your preaching topics? Your preaching topics and the power of God will tell everyone about whether the presence of God is there or not. Clap for Jesus, somebody. What you preach about? But see, if Jesus is deep in your heart, you will talk about him. Oh yeah. When a sister gets a beloved, fresh beloved, he wants to announce to the whole world, oh, let's welcome our father, Bishop Patrick Bruce. Oh, keep clapping. A better clap, a better clap to welcome him. You're welcome. Hey! So your mother is sitting preaching and your father come to join. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you there? I said, and I was saying something. When a sister finds a beloved and it's in her heart, nobody tells her, put her picture on your status. His picture on your status. Nobody tells her to introduce him to her friends. Nobody tells her. Nobody tells her either to talk about some things about him or post his pictures on Facebook. Telling the whole world that this is my man. I got a man. I got a man. She goes around talking to people about heaven. Nobody gives her seven reasons why you must let the people in your area or your friends know about your beloved. Five reasons why your company should know about the beloved you have. No. Nobody tell. Now that you have a believer, I think that you should put, post his picture on your status. No. Or your DP. Nobody say that. Either. See, out of excitement, out of joy, out of her what? Emotions, out of excitement, out of ecstasy, she, she shares his pictures all over. She talks about him all over. Because he is precious to her. May Jesus be precious to you. As I may he be dear to you. That you will preach about him. You will talk about him. You will preach about the words of Jesus. You will preach about the blood of Jesus. You will preach about the miracles of Jesus. Talk about Jesus. As you talk about him. You will have 
his presence with you. Even the presence is not there. And so, and they said that when you preach about Jesus, you have his presence. Okay. I will preach about Jesus. I will genuinely talk about him. Always. When you begin to talk about him and talk about him, he will come and be with you. And he will reveal himself more to you for you to talk about him more. To talk more about him. Hallelujah. Number two. Hallelujah. Number two. Those who stay in the fellowship for long, for long times, have the presence of God. Those who stay in the fellowship, stay in fellowship for long, long times, have the presence of God. Those who stay. That's why you must buy the book so that you don't need to write the notes. Those who stay in fellowship for long, for long times, have the presence of God. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 1, verse 21, they needed to replace Judas. On the platform, they saw Judas left. May you never be a Judas. I said, may you never be a Judas. Because they had their apostles' platform. They were 12. And Jesus was the main administrator of the platform. But now the administrator had gone to heaven. And they had become 12 on the platform. Either they had become 11 on the platform. And they needed another person to add to the platform. And it was a, a, a working platform. It was not a, a platform for entertainment. A platform for work. Hey! Some platform, when a message, you hear a message, when you check, you say, hey, your heart will jump. Either. So they needed a replacement. And what did they look out for? It's a wherefore of these men which have company with us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us beginning from the baptism of John unto that same day that Jesus, that, that he was taken up from us must one be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. They needed to replace Judas. But they said, no, we cannot just replace Judas with with a novice. With a Johnny just come. We cannot just replace Judas with just anybody. And they said, the person we must replace him with must be somebody who has companied with us. From the day Jesus was baptized and came out of the water, and the voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved son 
in whom I'm well pleased, that person should have been there. And that person should have followed all the way to the day Jesus resurrected and ascended into heaven. Must somebody be ordained to become an apostle? And when they looked through, there were only two. I'm sure there, there were some who were there when Jesus was baptized. But by the time they got to the time Jesus was walking on water, they have left. They have left. Of offense took them away. May offense not take you away. I said, may offense not take you away. May a sharp rebuke not take you away. Said the one who has companied, who has been with us, must one be ordained. Now, when you have been around for a long time, you will have a number of opportunities which lead to cutting off anointing. Yeah, you will have enough opportunities. First John 1. First John 1. Verse 1. That which was from the beginning which we have heard when you company you will have the chance to hear and hear and hear and hear and hearing is one of the ways by which the anointing the presence of God can come upon you and the spirit entered into me when he spake unto me while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them that heard him. So when you are around in a long time, you will hear many things. You see? And as you keep hearing, you will be receiving knowledge. The Holy Ghost is also the spirit of knowledge. As you keep hearing, you receive understanding. And that's anointing. The Holy Ghost is also the spirit of understanding. As you keep hearing and keep hearing different things, you will receive counsel. The Holy Ghost is also the spirit of counsel. As you keep hearing, a certain fear of God will come into your heart. And the fear, the spirit of the fear of the Lord is also the Holy Ghost. When you're around, you hear. Listen, those who you come to church after first service, no, you have gone home. Oh, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, communion, fellowship, contribution, participation, the Holy Spirit, the 25,000 children of God. Which include all the people from my life now and forevermore. Amen. Many are called the A is chosen. You are close. You are gone. Now, those who stay longer. They hear other things that the others who didn't stay did not hear. 
as that those who stay longer, they hear other things that the others who didn't stay did not hear. And those things they hear, they get knowledge and that's the spirit of knowledge. They get wisdom, that's the spirit of wisdom. They get understanding, that's the spirit of understanding. And all this is part of the Holy Ghost. Don't run away when church closes. Unity service. Since you started, you haven't watched even once. I said you have not watched it even once. Not on Healing Z TV, not in the church, not on your Facebook. So you hear less. No wonder you are dry of the spirit. I shouldn't say what I'm saying. I said no wonder you will lack the spirit. John said that which we have heard. Please go back to first John 1. When you've been around for a long time, you will hear. You will hear so many things. You will hear things that will introduce the fear of God in your life. And that fear of God is anointing. It's the Holy Ghost. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. When you are around for long, you will hear many things, and some of them will be counsel. Counsel. Spirit of counsel. Spirit of advice. Your decision will change. The reason why you want a man with six packs is because you have not been hearing some things. Oh, it's not part of the message. I said the reason why you want a man with six packs and a man with hair on his chest is because you are not around long enough to hear some things. So, you want a man who is a bit macho so that he can lift you and swing you around. It's because you are not around enough to hear some things to give you wisdom which will help you in your decision taking. So you are waiting to accept the proposal of a foolish man. I, I shouldn't say, okay, I won't say it again. I said you are waiting to receive the proposal of a foolish man whom you will say yes to I was going to say something but I won't say it maybe somebody may be listening you know a certain sister she was supposed to have married a certain young man about 10 years ago if no more but she said she doesn't have feelings for him. Feelings. The feelings don't work. Doesn't have feelings. Feelings for him. Oh, you heard it before. I mean, everything about the guy was okay. So, do you have any problem with him? So, there's no problem with him. He's okay. The only thing is that I don't have feelings for him. The guy is married now with three children. She is still praying to get a beloved. 
and nobody's minding. And she, she's almost 40 now. But yeah, she, she's almost 40. I'm, I'm serious. She is almost 40 years. So when you're around long enough, you tell you're around. Service has closed, but you are around. Messages is being listened to. Your shepherd is talking to you. Your pastor is talking to you. You will hear more things that will give you wisdom to take certain important decisions for your life. So your life will be on the right track. The right track. Which we have seen with our eyes. When you are around for long, you will see things that others who are not around for long do not see. John, they are company with Christ. They are company with him. From John's baptism to the day he ascended. So that's what we have seen. But how will you see when after the grace you are gone? How will you see when you are called for additional meetings you are not around? How will you see? See, when you are around and you see things, in the day that you have to practice or carry out the same thing in your branch, in your center, or wherever, you will be able to do it because you have seen it. And you will do the same thing. And actually, I actually like to be around. It's just that because of circumstances of them, where I stay and my parents, that's why. If not, oh, if not, but, but God knows my heart. It's a lie. If you lie, if you lie, if you lie, which we have seen, which we have looked upon. Sometimes, when you are around for long, you are trusted and you are invited to come and see some things. So that in the day those things appear in your ministry, you will know how to handle them because you have been invited to come and see because you have been around for long. Why well, some people are not with the message I'm preaching? As a why are some annoyed with the message I'm preaching? No, come, no, come and see. Come and see. You know, Elijah, as he walked with Elijah, he saw that when Elijah wanted to cross the Jordan, he didn't use a boat. He didn't use canoe. He didn't use a submarine. He didn't use a, a, a he didn't put a plank on the water. He used his mantle, smote the water, and walked through. And, rubbed, and the water closed up. So when he also now received the anointing, what he saw his father do as he accompanied him, he took the mantle and smote the water just as he saw his mother smiting the water. And did the water part? As I did the water part? So as you see, because you are around, and you also practice the same thing, the same grace will work for you. I said the same grace will work for you. The same grace will work for you. That's what you have seen. 
Please go back to the verse. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. And look, and our hands have handled. You are not there doing water baptism. So you have not, you have not baptized anybody before. Because when you are around, you are invited. Oh, come, come in. You should come and lay hands so that people will receive Holy Good baptism. Come and lay hands so that you minister the Spirit. Come and come and help baptize. You see things. You handle things. Then in the day that you things are now put in your hands for you to handle because you have handled some before as you have been around you will also be able to handle them at your branch at your center in your ministry don't take off when service closes and don't be around for some time and leave don't let offense take you away I'm sure last year by this time there were some people around but right now they are not around not because of COVID-19 or school whatever but because offense or something took them away so they are not around they are not around to hear some things they are not around to see some things they are not around to handle some things and therefore a certain anointing a certain grace which will come upon them will never come they will be dry till they die may that not be your story i said may that not be your story those who have anointing the presence are those who have been around for long those who have stayed long in the fellowship was it not in the prayer house of God that Samuel heard the voice of God? Or was it in his house? Was it not asked that remain in the house of God that one day he suddenly heard the voice? When you hear God speaking, it means he's around. You are hearing me now because I'm here. Because I'm around. Yesterday by this time, we're hearing Bishop Edwin Ogo, my God. We're hearing him because he was around. He was in the hall but now we are not hearing him speak we are not hearing his voice now why he is not here so someone was in the house of the lord and he heard his voice he heard his voice may you tarry in his house i said may you tarry in his house may you not be in a hurry to leave oh sometimes when the service has ended there's still a certain lingering of the spirit and if you are around you can catch something may you catch something i said may you catch something hmm. let me read this to you the disciples need us to choose someone who had fellowship with jesus for a long time see those of you brothers there are sisters around you won't choose them you are waiting for a certain cuddly sister a certain sister somewhere but a sister that have been around they have been around singing they have been around preaching they have been around dancing they have been around shepherding they have been around instead of choosing them you are looking out of the the window for for a certain slippery susie she will sleep out of your hands, Bia. 
I said she will slip out of your hands beer and oh, that's on the sisters around oh they are like our sisters it is a mother your mother I say it's a mother your mother <laughs> hey! So, oh, Pastor, what are you saying? You know, the sisters are wrong. We have become like uh, brothers and sisters. And uh, how do you marry your sister? <laughs> You're asking foolish questions. Did she come from your mother's womb? They have been around. Open your eyes and choose one of them, beloved, those, and marry her. I said, choose one of them, beloved, those hair, and marry her. I can't hear you say amen. I want to hear a better shout of amen. Ah. The sister is around. You can see how faithful she is. You can see a certain fear of God in her life. You can see how committed she is, how she serves in the church. You can see a certain humility. You are not looking at that. You are, you, are, you, are, you are looking at hips, lips, and fingertips. The criteria you have set for yourself, you can't see any sister that meet that criteria. Hmm. I have walked that road before how painful it was i won't say my story <laughs> hey! it go who you be those the sisters around faithful serving god humble choose one of them choose one don't go and look for a stranger from somewhere yeah the disciples didn't look for a stranger from somewhere and you two sister a good brother faithful as a faithful hard-working sober with a sound mind with with eyes for future is coming proposing to you and you can't see that you can't see that this you are looking at somebody with a television either who does not have a vision but the one with a vision who one day the one with the television will watch in the television you are not accepting him you are rejecting him say eh See, he's, he's not my time. I want somebody that uh, when when if, what what is what this tells me is his height. As for me, that I will not marry any brother who is um, who is shorter than me. You are looking at silly things. Oh, I shouldn't use that word. The faithful good brother around eyes for future doesn't have much today 
I'll wait and see tomorrow. I said, wait and see tomorrow. Accept him. Are you there? Yeah. Beloved, those him. And marry him. And afterwards, you realize that, ah, you have taken one of the best decisions of your life. Clap for Jesus, somebody. Those who stay in church for long hours have the presence of God. Those who company with God are those who really need, we really need to hear from. Those who have really experienced God are those who carry the true words of God. We don't need human ideas. We need the reality of God. That is why a person who had company with Jesus for three years was chosen to replace the missing apostle. We don't need high sounding phrases. Nor do we need motivational speeches for our lives. We need to hear from God. We need something from God's presence. Clap for Jesus somebody. And finally I'll just mention this and then we close. Number three. I've been blessed. Those who praise God and worship Him have the presence of God. Psalm 100, verse 4. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him and bless His name. Starting a service with praises and worship is a well-known key to entry into an atmosphere of the presence of God. I'm ending. Be somebody who is into worship. Oh yeah. Be somebody who is into praising of God. You are a chorister. But what is Shatawale's song doing on your phone? What is he doing on your phone? Sister? I said, sister? What is Celine Dion's song doing on your phone? What is he doing? Miss Bell? Adele? Hey, Albany? Your favorite worshiper is Albany? Hey! If we should do inspection of phones now even though it's an evangelism conference we will see all kinds of songs on the phones of people call me what <laughs> hey how can you have its presence when you have your earphones and we thought you are listening to a podcast message no, no, you are listening to Shatawale Kakae. No, no, you are listening to all kinds of funny songs. But if you throw all away and get yourself some anointed songs, 
licensed by Domwe, sons by Dalinchek, sons by Donnie McLeckin, and these anointed singers. As you begin to play them, you begin to sing. The atmosphere around you will change. Stand to your feet, somebody. Draw me deeper, Lord, deeper into your word of truth. Draw me deeper, Lord, deeper into your love for me. Draw me deeper, Lord, deeper to the place where you are. Draw me deeper and deeper. I may your heart. Draw me deeper, Lord. Draw me deeper, Lord, deeper into your world. Draw me, Lord. Draw me deeper, Lord, deeper into your love for me. Oh, draw me deeper, Lord, deeper to the place where you are draw me deeper and deeper I may move draw me from faith into faithfulness oh lead me on your way oh from sin to your holiness. Oh, God, I'm baby. God, I'm baby. Draw me from fear. Oh, draw me from fear into faithfulness. Oh, lead me along your way. Oh, from sin to your holiness, that I may be, that I may be a living. Listen and say, draw me deeper, draw deeper into your world. Draw me, Lord, draw me deeper, draw deeper into your love for me. Draw me deeper, draw deeper to the place where you are. Draw me deeper, draw me deeper, draw me deeper, oh, draw me deeper, Lord, deeper into your world. That I may know that I may know your Hold me close in your hand. Oh, take me deeper. Oh, deeper than I've ever been before. I just want to love you more and more. Oh, how I long to be deeper. One more time, take me deeper. Take me deeper. 
me close. Jesus, hold me close. In your embrace, take me deeper, deeper than I've ever been before. I just wanna love you more and more, how I long, how I long to be deeper. your name of God thank you for your word that has come to us we pray that Lord we shall long for your presence Lord. we shall long to walk closer with you oh God we long to have you with us we long to have you oh God in our ministries in our church on our crusade platforms we long to have you with you with us because it is your presence that makes all the difference without you we are powerless without you we are nothing without you we can do nothing we need you oh god we thank you we bless you we honor you and if you are watching me on facebook you want to give your life to christ you don't know whether you'll make it to heaven or to hell if you die today I want you to pray this prayer with me to give your life to Jesus Christ. Say, Lord Jesus, I realize that I'm a sinner and I don't know you. I need you, O oh Lord. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. From today, I am yours. I will serve you and I will follow you the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. Amen.